so pumped to be here we're pretty pretty stoked and we're sorry we left yeah no okay so i feel like y'all you, you get it you get to summer <laughs> and shit be crazy like you literally have shit to do every weekend like what and, is time like what is time and then it is also like a very limited window for patio season if you live in canada so you like must take advantage of patio season and then also like camping and whatever so we took a little bit of a break so many things <laughs> We did lots of stuff. We did so many things. Like, this summer was crazy. And also, this summer, COVID was kind of, like, cool. It was cool. It was, yeah. It, it was, was chill. It was chill. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, it chilled for, like, a fucking second. For a minute, right? <laughs> for, like, a so. hot minute, COVID was, like, I'm a, I'm a piece for, like, a yeah, second. I'm, I'm just going to be level. So, this, um, we're back, and we have the coolest thing that we realized, that this is season three. Yep. And episode 33. Mm-hmm. We're at 300 followers yep and we're we're really hoping to be around 333 followers yes that's our goal for like the next like little bit yes on instagram on instagram yes naturally i feel like we've been seeing threes everywhere so m found a little like spiritual oh i did yes a little spiritual you know yeah so we were like hey like what is the relevance what does it mean We'll tell that story in a minute. We'll get it in a minute. But, like, why are we can repeatedly seeing threes? And more specifically, three, three, three in one set. So, 333. So, according to the Google, seeing three, three, three repeatedly may be a sign that looming a looming decision needs your attention. It's a signal that your path ahead is clear for moving forward. The 333 angel number indicates that despite your fears, anxieties, mislaid plans, or wrong turns, you're on the right path. The universe is urging you to keep going, according to thehabitat.com. <laughs> Thank you, habitat.com. Yeah. But I did. I knew that there was some sort of significance. It is an angel number. Sounds great. Sounds a little dreamy. I'm down. I'm. It's. It. It feels good. So feels right. today, I'm gonna. We don't always open with a little story. We but don't. I feel like this is gonna just bring it all together. <laughs> okay. So I had a dream the other day. Yes. And uh, I don't know if y'all know the movie, um, A Nightmare Before Christmas. And the if you Nightmare. Don't, oh, The Nightmare Before Sorry. Christmas. It's all good. It's all good. A Nightmare. It wasn't A Nightmare. It was The Nightmare. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and if you haven't watched it yet, go do it. Like, your inner pause your, this. Your inner child. And, and go. if you were alive in the '90s, will just like thrive and yeah. vibe. You will. It's wonderful. You'll probably recognize the music. Mm-hmm. It's been places. It's seen things. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton. Love that guy. The movie guy. came out in like 1990s, before we were even alive. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> well, anyways, here we are. One of my favorite movies. And you're pausing right now to go and watch it. And watch it. And then you're you. coming and then back. Come back. Do not forget about us. So, yep. So, don't forget about us. So, pause here and beep. Okay. <laughs> now you're back. Okay. Great. Thanks. Welcome back. Um, so, the main character, Jack Skellington, he kind of, I won't give you the plot away, but well, because you already saw it, right? Yeah. Right. So you, you know, you, you pause to see it, and now you're back. Okay. So Jack Skellington is really discovering a whole new world. He's discovering Christmas. Okay. 
So a big one of his little musical scenes, he's prancing around with his lanky little self singing, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? So I had a dream the other night, which if any of y'all know me personally, you know that this is deep. (laughs) Very deep. And I was like, I was Jack Skellington prancing around to every little bit of my life going, but what does it mean? You know, to my like work job, my professional work, and like my father who abandoned me. And I was like, what does it mean? What does it mean? And singing the song, which of course right now I have no tune and you know, don't, don't, I just can't. They forgive you, it's fine. Yes, okay. So I was like, what, what does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) And so when Em and I were getting ready for today, we were like, you know what? We need to we need to talk about dreams. Yeah. So welcome to the the actual title of this this. Oh my fuck. Anyway, <laughs> I'm keeping it. In. It's fine. So welcome to the the. Oh my god. No, what I'm does not. it mean? Episode. This is the. What does it mean? Episode. All right. About dreams. We're gonna Sex talk dreams. about dreams. Death dreams. All the fucked up things your mind comes up with. Yeah. How does it happen? Why? And why? And why? Why? We don't know the answers to that, but we won't talk about it. And we might do Google later. Who knows? Yeah, we might. (laughs) We won't put that in here because we ain't the expert. No, we are not the expert, but we're just giving you our vibe and our weird fucking dreams. Yeah, because we weird bitches too. Yeah. We've got got quite the imagination. So, if you've been around before, you know we like to like start off with a little question. Feel feel the feels. We gotta feel the vibe. Put the feelers out. Yeah, we gotta put the little feelers out. So, hi. I have a question. Hit me. All right. So from the dream that you have, you know, the one where you're falling, right, when you fall asleep? That dream that, that everybody That little two-second dream that you're just like, ah, like falling to your death, and then you wake and up, you and you're like, Jesus. <laughs> so from your little two-second falling dream, all the way to some sort of really fucked up shit, like your husband lactating on you, yeah. <laughs> where is your most, meet me where your most fucked up dream is. My most, uh... I mean, I've had a lot of them, a lot of them, and I don't know whether to do, like, a scary fucked up one or, like, a sexual fucked up one, but I've been having some weird, weird sex dreams as of late, to be completely honest with you. Do tell. Please. Dive right in. Yeah, so, well, I mean, so then I would be, I'm I'm on the uh, the husband lactating side. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, so my dream was, had to do with, like, publicly fucking someone oh and it, she's it, spicy oh yeah but i'm that's like not my vibe so i don't know why my brain was like this is what we're gonna anyway oh man your so, brain was like we're gonna do we, it we're going there we go so we doing it. most recent dream about publicly fucking someone so if you have listened to it for a little while you've known that we've had some really fucking cool guests on our podcast so as of late i had a very spicy dream Spicy. Oh, very spicy. About Mistress Augustina. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, girl. Um, also, hey girl, hey. yeah, you're gonna, I hope, hope you're gonna laugh at this dream. It was fucked up and weird. And I know that your session would not go at all like this, but, like, my dream just, my brain is fucked. She anyway, fucked up. And she real fucked up. Anyway. Okay, so. I had this dream that, and, like, keep in mind that, like, before I went to bed, my husband and I were talking about, like, like misplaced people of war and like all like we were as talking, one does before as, bed as, with like, their husband. right just casually like it's a good way to just lull yourself to sleep thinking about like the victims of fucking war crimes, war crimes. <laughs> anyway we got political apparently before bed um so 
that was in my brain as I was falling asleep. So I have this dream that I met up with Mistress Augustina at this hotel and I brought my friend Kate with me and also hi shout out Kate. Um Kate I didn't fuck Kate, but like <laughs> she was she was like my chaperone. Anyway, so we get to this hotel and like there's these like this lobby that has like a variety of like I don't know like diner benches that people can like sit down and eat but nobody was there and so I get to the back of this like big big room and there's these like little almost like change rooms and like Augustine is sitting there just kind of being like hey yeah let's fucking do this thing like you good you're prepared you're ready like I was like uh yep let's do this so she's like hey go get changed in this like tiny little like room over here that has like a curtain and like go in and I got into this really obscure laundry that I would like never fucking pick for myself but my brain was like we're gonna do it we need like, I'm a plus size girl but it was all like in my dream like all like fish netting like every, like you could literally basically see everything and I dream me was like fuck yeah but like awake me is like no <laughs> um, it's because dream no- you knows what's up okay well there you go she was a little bit more confident than like a live Emily but anyway um <laughs> so and then I'm like changing whatever and then like my friend Kate's like you are like are you okay like you're good with this like just kind of checking in I'm like yeah fuck yeah let's do this I come out of the change room and that fucking room that has all the little diner seats is like full of like people but they're like sad like they're like traumatized sad and whatever sad mucks basically and I didn't like clue in at this point what was going on so then I go around the corner and she had set up this like massage table and she was like, hey, like, let's do this and whatever. And it was in literally like Mr. Augustina. Mr. Augustina. Okay. Yeah. Not Kate. No, okay. not Kate. Mr. Augustina was like, okay, like I've got like all like my like toys, like my stuff here, like um, the whips, the chains, the excitement. Um, what would? What would? Anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, and like, but this room that she had, it was all glass. And all these, like, sad fucking people were around. And I was like, okay, um, like, maybe we could do this where there's, like, a little bit more privacy. And she's like, girl, I got you. And she's literally in, like, this, like, all leather, like, get up, which you will see if you follow her on Instagram. She's got quite the selection. It's very, very nice. Um, anyway, so she literally, like, hoofs this fucking massage table, grabs all of her stuff, and just like, womp, 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 womp through this like hotel room and I'm like oh, okay all right and then Kate's just kind of like toddling along behind me being like yep this is cool like just making sure you're alive and you don't get whipped too hard I guess I don't know um <laughs> making sure the whips remain co- like consensual well, yeah right like to a certain degree no yeah. bruises anyway or maybe bruises who knows who anyway so um <laughs> um anyways so then we go into this other room and it's another glass room but it has like curtains and I was like okay yeah this is fine like I, I, I want to go ahead with this let's do it then um augustina sets up the room and kind of whatever and then we like start getting into like a session right like which i've never had been in like a um like a dominatrix type like setting i would love to try it one day and like experience it and try to like see what bdsm is all about um and like the king community and whatever but that's a lot of research and whatnot that i have to do before i kind of get into that that's a future but i'm interested anyway future m future m goal anyway so um yeah, so then we, like, start getting into it and kind of whatever, and then, like, Kate's literally, like, in the corner with her back to us trying to give us as much privacy as she can in this, like, three-by-nine room that has these, like, curtains around them, and then, like, as Augustine is, like, fucking whipping the shit out of me, one of the, one of the curtains, I guess, had, like, moved, and there was these two men, like, sad, sad men, 
basically like peering through the curtain, like watching. And I was like, oh, we need to stop. And Augustine's like, yeah, cool. That's right. All right, cool, whatever. And so then like, as I'm like, like getting myself off this table, <laughs> the manager of this fucking hotel comes and like knocks at the window, basically being like, you're, I'm like, I'm calling the police for public indecency and like, <laughs> you're fucking in public and like, they're like, it's against our hotel policy. Literally like grabbed me by the scuff of whatever fucking laundry I was wearing and pulled me through this like lobby room of all these sad people eating, like probably the first meal they've had in like, since they came to Canada. I don't know. And then like literally hauled me out of this fucking hotel room. And I like remember waking up and like- But wanting... not Augustina. No, no, she was fine. <laughs> she was... I was the one in trouble. She was fine. <laughs> Cause she was like, he was like, you're providing a service. Like you do, you do, you, you're great. Like fucking live on your fucking dream lady. Like you do you, you're a business. Anyway. Um, and then I woke up like, have you ever woken up like embarrassed? Like I was so fucking embarrassed. And then immediately like, like look at me. I was like, oh, I'm publicly indecent. There's children around. I'm giving them an unwanted anatomy lesson. Like, I was so fucking embarrassed. So then literally, like, I woke up, took two minutes to collect myself, and then immediately texted D my entire, entire dream. And I was like, what the fuck? And it's just as funny now as it was then. I was, like, reading it, and I was like, I'm sorry, pardon? Like, what are you what? talking about? Yeah, no, it, that, oh. so that was one of my fucked up little dreams that I've had. Bless your soul. I mean, well, bless that brain, because uh, it's going to need some prayer. Like, fuck. She needs to be prayed She on. Yeah, no, there needs to be some, I don't know, I'll snort some holy water. Uh, anyway. <laughs> But sort my stuff out, your ass. Right? <laughs> right? So then, that's oh. my fucked upness. So, um, my lovely yeah. D, from dreaming about your husband lactating all over yourself <laughs> to that weird little dream that you have where you're falling into the concrete face first and then you jerk away, can you like, fuck him awake now? Yes. How have your dreams been as of late? Well, I can say to exactly the point of my husband lactating on me. That, that was, was your thing. dream. That was the dream. <laughs> so in this dream, which it, dear dear Frank, <laughs> I am so sorry. Who is also like the fucking loveliest soul ever. Like you just you just need to know this. But anyway, <laughs> he 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 had a little moment today. Yeah, we had we connected. We all, we all had a little little tear in our eye. It was really nice. Yeah, yeah. he he said some cute things. Love you. XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, anyways, also please listen to this episode. <laughs> Hashtag he's already listening. <laughs> he's, no, he's his headphones on. He's yeah. like, you dumb bitch. I'll give you your privacy. I'll give you your privacy. Anyway, so back to back to Frank. So my dearest little Frank, in this dream, so I, I think this dream, see, what does it mean? I think what it means. So this is deeply rooted in my fear, which is a stupid fear that my future children will not love me, essentially, right? Whoa. I have this really deep fear that my future children will resent me in some sort of way. Okay, that's deep. I don't know why, and I've I felt this way since I was a child myself. Wow. Thinking that my future children will resent me. Okay. So, and, and like, unplanned, you know, like, it's not like, you know, I'm expecting or anything no, like that. Like, these are, like, future, like, you know, however many years down the line, children will not like me. Yeah. So, and because Dearest Frank is so very lovely yeah. and nurturing and whatnot, and I think, too, I have, from time to time, t- 
totally warranted gotten the title of spaz. <laughs> She's also a Leo, but anyway. I'm a bit of a spaz from time to time, and he is like the opposite, like the polar opposite of spaz. So, um, anyways. He's also a Pisces, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, so he's like cool he's, he's chill as fuck. He literally But then, is. like, he's like a Pisces that, like, took some fucking Ativan and, like, and was like, just like I'm chill. I'm cool. The most. So, anyways, um, in this dream, we were in, um, and I, I think I've told, um, um, I've told you this before, that all of my dreams take place in the same, like, four environments. One of them is a camp I've never been to, but I probably have been. <laughs> That's another episode for another time. Yep. Um... One of them is one of my childhood best friends, um, shout out to McKinley, her family home. I see. One of them is my grandma's apartment building in mm-hmm. the hallways of my grandma's apartment building. Mm-hmm. And one of them is in another kind of unknown, weird outdoor um, slash indoor location where it's almost like boxes. You can look at boxes and there's like scenes happening in boxes. That's cool. So, which is really interesting. So anyways... This one happened to be at my McKinley's childhood home. Mm. So in this dream, and and in most dreams, it's actually not her and her family living there. It's Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I've booted them out. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm living there. And I'm living there with um, Frank, who's upstairs in one of the bedrooms. And I can picture it perfectly. That bedroom was painted, like, yellow at one point. Yeah. The walls had, like, a purpley tone downstairs, like a really light kind of lilac purple. Like, I can picture it all. Mm -hmm. And I'm downstairs, so I had um, a really good friend in France. He's downstairs. We're chatting. And he's just like, I think that Frank is upstairs and he needs you. So I was like, okay. So I go upstairs and I realize in that moment that Frank has birthed our child. Frank has a penis. <laughs> yeah. Frank <laughs> is, yeah, very uh, cis heteroman. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a penis. Yeah. He does. And so out his peen came an infant. <laughs> <laughs> like straight out the end of the peen. Like urethra. Right out the urethra. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he, so you, you witnessed all this. Like, you were uh, catching it, or it had already no, happened? No, it had already happened, but in my dream, I knew that that's how the baby was birthed, was through the penis. I see. Okay. okay. <laughs> the baby was an identical twin to Frank, mm. not to me at mm. all. Like, there was none of, D, no D genes in there. Yeah. And the baby didn't want anything to do with me. It was just like, ah, daddy. <laughs> penis, daddy. Ah. Come out of there. <laughs> I came out of the penis. Um... And on top of that, Frank is also breastfeeding said infant. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like full lack, like, like uh, what's it called? Not lactating? Lact- no, no. Well, yes, he's lactating, of course. But I mean, what's that suction, the thingy where he, they latch? They latch on. Full yeah. on latch. Okay? This kid is sucking away. And I was like, this is normal. Like, yeah, you know, this like, is a thing. Okay. So I go downstairs reading. to my little Frenchie friend, and I was just like, you know, I'm a bit jealous. And he's like, well, tell him. Tell him you're jealous. I was like, okay. Go back upstairs. I was like, I, I need some time with this, with, without this kid. Yeah. So Frank puts the kid down, <laughs> proceeds to, to squirt his milk on me. <laughs> no, but you had said to me when you were telling me this dream that you guys started fucking. Oh, yeah. No, we were fucking. And he's like, 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 fucking me as one does. And he's like, squirt, 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 squirt. But I liked it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. When you were telling me this dream, you were fucking living for it. Oh, I was. Like, oh, yeah. Milk me, mama. <laughs> like, 
was living for it. Give I really me was. those mommy milkers <laughs> right now. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie, I really liked it. Yeah. No. In the dream, I, I thought that was cool as shit. <laughs> Who are I living was like, for it? Yeah. <laughs> you just best sex me. ever. <laughs> and that was normal. <laughs> so, anyways, I woke up and was like, well. <laughs> That was an experience, and I was so aroused by that dream. I woke up and I was like, I think I need to have sex. Like, I was just like, that's weird. But what I'm picturing in my head is like, you know, like I'm feeling a little buzzy down there. But I was like, I don't know if I could get off to that again. But in my dream, I was like, yeah, like, fuck yes, yeah, this is fucking great. Oh yeah, I was living for it. I was like, woohoo! And my, you know, dear friend was downstairs with our child. <laughs> Nannying. <laughs> Nannying while I'm having breast milk squirted on me from a man. Post-baby man <laughs> birthing sex. Which, this is absolutely not, like, transgender um, men, women, all can have babies and should. Of and course. absolutely. It's funny because, you know, this is just, yeah, it's just, anyways. It just, the, the series of events in which happened. It is. And also, if you knew Frank, he would not squirt me with his No. He's very <laughs> reserved. He's very reserved. And he would not squirt me. Like, even Mm-mm. probably if I asked, he'd be like, hell no, I'm not squirting you. Like that. This is for the baby. That's what he would say. Leave my mommy milkers alone. <laughs> Daddy milkers. Daddy milkers. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? So, yeah, that was fucked up. My daddy double D's. <laughs> These double D's ain't for you, D. Triple D's. Triple D's. <laughs> Anyways, so that was a good time. So, the lactation dream, thats that was a real that was a real thing. That, yeah. And not too long ago, I actually, um, again, woke up and dreamt of you. And this... Oh, my um, God. This is my favorite fucking story. It's a great story. So, um... And, and, like, this is where I'm, like, what, what what does it mean? 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 So, here I am <laughs> at M's house. Okay. But, again, now. House. Actually, it was your mom's house. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't actually your mom's house. It was this weird country house. This one wasn't actually in a familiar scene. So, I don't know where this house was. But I literally could draw it. Like, if a police officer was like, like draw, draw your dream. Draw your dream. I could, I could draw it. If I had an artist, I could draw it. So, I can see the house perfectly in front of me super long driveway so it's one of those houses out in the country really really long driveway and going up the driveway so we had we had to all park on the road and I was late for whatever reason how dare I yeah so I come in a little bit whatever and I'm walking up the driveway and it's almost like you see in movies and stuff like you're the one who like this there's a surprise party and you've kind of ruined the surprise it was almost like that because everybody was looking at me and I'm walking up the driveway and there were all of these like Christmas light up like those really lame like Christmas like there's like a Santa and a snowman and like a oh, reindeer. The things. The, yes, mm-hmm. yes, and they're like they have like they have everything. They have like minion ones. They have yeah. like a whole bunch, and they also have like back in like from the nineties, like they had these like kind of hard plastic ones. Yeah, the ones so, you like, put on your roof. Yes, yeah. yes. So there's some of those. There's like blow up ones. There's like a like a snow globe one where it's like shoo, and there's like. Bambi in there, or whatever his name is, Rudolph. <laughs> Rudolph Bambi. <laughs> Can you imagine Bambi and his mother? Off um, Rudolph. <laughs> we got that one at um, the off, uh, whatever. I don't know. Somewhere. I was thinking <laughs> Value Village, but no that makes frills. No, no frills. The no name version of Rudolph is Bambi. Um, 
Anyways, so I'm walking up the driveway and like in between because it's COVID, of course, in the dream. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we're really fucked up because yeah, we're dreaming of COVID. It's subconscious, right? It's really in there. And so what your mom had done, so it was your for your birthday, but keep in mind that M is born in April. So like, I'm a spring baby. Definitely not a Christmas baby. So anyways, but your mom, it's winter. It's cold out. So sure. we were not celebrating sure. in April. I mean, so it, you, there's, there's been times in my my birthday where there's still a fuck ton of snow on the ground. We live really? in Canada. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. April. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So anyways, we're walking up the driveway and I have, of course, Frank with me. And in between each of like those stupid blow up things not stupid sorry I know y'all like them um there she has like the couple sitting so like a family so like let's say like two parents and like kids or whatever like older people like couple there 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 like they're all spread out so yeah. everybody's six feet apart mm-hmm. and what your mom intended for you to have for to happen for you is that you would walk up the driveway like greet everybody as you're walking almost like a perception perception line at a funeral or what's it called Percep- a procession <laughs> perception perception line <laughs> We're putting that in the L'Apetit Mora vocabulary book that we'll eventually Perception make. line. Perception line. So, anyways. It's not as you perceive. <laughs> so, we're walking. So, anyways, the idea was for you to walk up and then come back around and down. So, as Frank and I are walking up, we see your mom at the top of the driveway. Yep. And I was like, hey, Lindu. We're going to call her Lindu because that's like her nickname. Lindu. I was just like, this, I really don't think Em would like this. Yes, she would, and this is how we're doing it. Like, there was just no budging. It was a very authoritarian <laughs> set of, like, mindset. Like, no, this, this, this is what this we're part. doing, and you're wrong. Yeah. So, anyways, I was a like, well, I might be wrong. So, anyways, <laughs> I was like, what do I know? Um, and I was like, yeah, I just really don't think she'd like, like, this just seems like a lot of tension on her. And she's like, nope, she's going to love it. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, can you help me inside the garage? So everybody was basically lined up on either side and everybody ended up in the garage. Like if you were going up and down the little procession line, you would end up in the garage halfway through, get food and then come back down. So she had like this little buffet set up in the garage. Of course she did. Cause she's just with the most. Yeah, she really is. Martha Stewart over here. So anyways, so she says, Dee, can you and Frank stay in the garage and help with the food? I'm like, yep, no problem. So you come out and surprise, and you were just like, mom, this is terrible. Like, I hate this. Yeah, well, I as I would. Yes, and um, you're kind of like semi-mingling with people. Your mom was getting really, really mad because you weren't mingling. And it it wasn't moving fast enough for her (laughs) life. Yes, and yes, that was it because you were spending too much time with each person talking. She was like, go. (laughs) We have a time limit. I know. And she was like, you're not going to get the people at the end of the driveway. And they're going to be hungry. <laughs> they're going to be hungry. Exactly. And then they're not going to get the meatballs. So anyway, so you were just like trying to get away from it. Yeah. And Frank was annoyed. And I was like, I know you're not having a good time. So for some reason in my little, what does it mean? I was like, let's trolley off and have a threesome. <laughs> Happy birthday, Em. Happy birthday. Here's the best gift. And I actually think it was Frank who initiated it, which, like, he would never. No, oh, God, no. He's God, very... I'm sorry. You're beautiful and all. But he would not be the one to initiate I it. I get that. Yeah. He's also just like, like, no, there's no way. But in this dream, he was very confident. And he was like, we must go now, right now. And he was like, I can't hold it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's go. So we go into the house. And what I do know is a fact is that Lindu has a very beautiful bed. <laughs> okay, she is one of those people that has, like, the pristine duvet covers with 18 pillows, mm-hmm. all of which having, like, a different, co- like, covering, but it all goes with a the theme. It's, like, it's hotel, high up. 
hotel-ish bed with way too many pillows. Way too many pillows. It's high as fuck off the ground. It is. Literally, like, like it's I mean, like at I'm your five waist. foot two, but it comes to, like, my natural waist for the top of the mattress. I literally have to hop up into Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's in giant. It's massive. So, in this dream, there was also a very beautiful bed mm. with white, um, like, lacy kind of duvet, <laughs> and we were kind of waiting for you because you were kind of, like, ten steps behind us. Because I probably had my mother be like, <laughs> literally and frank hops in the bed and it's just like i can't hold it and i was like hold it like what what do you mean mean? i'm so horny it's just like humping this pillow and as you walk in i mean he's like finishing into a pillow and i was like it's going to be so so mad mad." (laughs) i was like what are you doing don't do that lindu is going to be very mad also you've ruined em's birthday gift (laughs) hello over. <laughs> Give them half this, an hour. This has become a twosome <laughs> with a third person watching. That's all. We're just cuckold. Yes, we're just cuckold. <laughs> oh god. So that that was a dream. Now that was something I just wasn't even. And in my head afterwards, I was like, I wonder like if I was actually going to go through with it because like that's something. That, like that's, that's a thing. intense. Yeah, that's intense. But it was like you weren't even in the room and he was already. Done. And he was like. Jackrabbiting my mom's fucking pillows. And then he's like, she won't notice. I was like, yeah, she will. Oh my God, would she ever. Like, literally. And you were saying it was probably, because she sleeps on the one, after you said it was like, oh, is that on the right side of the bed? I'm like, oh, my mom sleeps on the right side of the bed. <laughs> I know, it was So she'd right like get in and with this like crusty freaking duvet cover and be like, Frank. <laughs> Can you imagine? There's like she 100, immediately know. 100 people at your house and she's like, Frank. He had that look in his eye. <laughs> He couldn't hold it. He couldn't hold it. He couldn't hold it. He was bursting. <laughs> Can you imagine if that were a thing that men just birth, like we're bursting? Well, but, okay, but let's let's think of, of the fun, the fun like similarities between the the two dreams that you've had about your husband. <laughs> One, he was bursting out of his his daddy double D milkers, and your other dream, he's like ready to nut, like ready to go. I cannot wait. If it means. He's impatient? I don't know. Or you just like squirting. Who knows? <laughs> that could be too. That's an avenue you might need, want to explore. I might. Because your subconscious is like, D. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you want the fluid on you. you get that fluid. Get that fluid. <laughs> you get a pearl necklace one way or another. Oh, <laughs> Okay, I'm laughing way too hard. <laughs> there is not wine involved in this evening. <laughs> That's a lie. None. <laughs> um, anyways, another really interesting dream um, that I had recently mm-hmm. was more kind of on the death related. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Emma about it. I was like, it was the most like comforting dream that I'd oh, had. Yeah. And it was about um, my great grandma, who I was very, very close with until I was 18 and she passed away. Her husband, I never got to meet him, but it was one of those situations where it's like, you would have loved him. He would have loved you like my whole life. Right. Yeah. So in this dream, it actually, so she was married, blah, 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 a million years ago to my grandma's dad. He died very, very young. Mm -hmm. She remarried. Mm -hmm. It actually was my biological grandfather, who I didn't hear as many great things about because she divorced him at some point before Mm -hmm. he died. So, you know, she never, she never said anything bad. She never said anything good. So, but in my dream, I could picture him perfectly, and I've never really seen a good picture of him, but I could, like, again, draw him. Like, I could describe him. Yeah. 
and it was like I was in this hall of all the people in my life that had died and um, my great grandma walked in and he walked in and I remember thinking in my dream they're gonna fight like they're gonna argue like they don't like each other why are they here Mm -hmm. and instead they like hugged me and they just like took my hand and I was like holding hands with them like I was in the middle between the two of them and we were just walking around and they were just like holding me and it was like the most comforting dream it was so nice and um even though I had never met him I found being in his presence just like so comforting and he was like so lovely to me and I was like oh like I love you (laughs) I know I never met you you died like Aona's before I he died before my mom was born shit yeah so like long ago (laughs) he was he died when he was like 40 or 50 like really really young like suddenly um but in my dream too they were both younger oh that's interesting yeah they were probably like mid mid middle age I would say okay um which I didn't know either of them at middle age but I saw them at middle age and they were just like holding my hand and it was almost like I was getting this like pat on the back of like we're here for you Mm -hmm. we see you you're doing a good job that's really nice it was so lovely that's beautiful so from squirting to like (laughs) from squirting to like the most wholesome dream in the world I know and you told me about a reoccurring dream that I'm just like need to know what this yeah okay so then we're gonna I guess transition into some more like spooky and or death dreams and whatnot but like the one dream that I don't know if any of y'all have had like reoccurring dreams do you have any reoccurring dreams yeah I've had some Yeah? yeah yeah okay so I've had this reoccurring dream probably from the time I was I want to say like 11 or 12 and it's really short but it ha- I get it maybe, it depend- I think it depends on how stressed I am, but most of the time I get it like two to three times a year. So I'm in this dream and I like am in my like childhood bed, which is like a single bed from, and like I wake up and there's this like dark like figure, like, like sitting kind of at the end of my bed, but I feel like I know him and I know it's a male presence. And like, so this presence basically puts both ha- hands on either side of my face kisses me in like kind of like a short romantic kiss and then with his hands basically on either side of my head pushes me back into the mattress but then I fall through the mattress and I spend a good couple of minutes in my dream like falling and falling and falling and falling and right before I hit the bottom of whatever it is in I was my gonna dream, say is it just black when you're it's, falling? I'm, well it's like I literally I'm falling and then I can see like almost like this like hole at the top of whatever it is with that figure just kind of staring down at me and I'm falling and falling and falling and falling and before I hit the bottom I wake up what does it mean what does it mean (laughs) I don't I don't know and like literally when I first started having it like it would scare the fucking shit out of me it sounds scary because like but it is but then the more it's happened it's just kind of like okay you need some self-care you need to like relax a little bit I I take it as a stress dream yeah. Just kind of being, like, now, as, like, an adult, I mean, I've been having this dream for nearly 20 years. Like. Yeah. I'm old. Anyway, um, so, yeah, and it's, it, to me, it's, like, it's, it's almost now of more, like, a marker of, like, hey, like, maybe you need to slow down a little bit, but for the first couple of years of having this dream, after I would, like, would have it, I would wake up, like, breathing really heavy, sweating, like, scared. It's so scary. I don't get so, I don't get, I mean, it's still kind of scary as it happens, but now I'm, like, almost used to it now yeah yeah it's weird because you know that you're gonna wake up and that you're gonna be okay because I know when I know when the the end of the dream is happening right right so I know like as I'm falling like okay I'm gonna wake up soon 
And so it's mildly inconvenient. And I'm awake. <laughs> mildly inconvenient. Like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. my dream. That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. How about yours? Well, I don't know that I have that many reoccurring dreams. I mean, I've had a few. It's more like the location of the dreams, like True. what's happening. True. I had a dream not that long ago in this camp that I apparently keep going back to. And it was these, um, and again, this is like not at all culturally at all what I feel or think but in this dream there was all this giant group of Jewish boys Mm -hmm. and they had to saw off an ankle to be Jewish what the (laughs) and did you like see jaw like saw as a young child and it just like in like seared itself into your fucking brain I don't know but there was like this pastor but it was almost like it felt Jehovah Witnessy Again, I love Jehovah Witnesses too, like the people. So we're just melding two religions. We're kind of melting. It was like Jehovah Witnessy culty, ah, because I don't feel like um, Judaism is culty at all. Judaism is is very culty. I don't think it is. I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about it. I'm almost one hundred percent sure it's not at all culty. However, (laughs) Uh, we'll get there later. (laughs) That'll be another podcast for another Mm -hmm. time. Um, but. In this dream, they were all, like, it was their, like, inauguration. Like, they had to do it Mm -hmm. in order to be part of the religion. Um, And the only reason I knew they were Jewish was because I was saying, why are people sawing off their feet? And they're like, we want to be Jewish. And so they were going into the water, and this water was supposed to be, like, blessed. And they went into the water, and they were like, like, sawing off their legs. So that's kind of funny, too, though, because it's, like, almost like the, like, you're in a body of water, which in, like, Catholicism is, like, where people have baptisms. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, a Jewish... Jehovah Witnessy. Jehovah Witnessy. Catholic culty. <laughs> like you're kind of melding like a couple different like religions and one into one. That's but also I'm really not really sure there's any. Wit or <laughs> I don't think there's any um, religions that make you saw off a limb. No, no. <laughs> not that I know of. Anyways, if y'all hear of one, I mean, let me know. We'll talk about it. But put it in the comments. We'll put that in research. the comments. We'll do some research. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, so, you know, dreams are weird, man. Dreams are really weird. And tell me about that one you had about, um, So to get into, like, more, like, creepy, like, death dreams, like, and I'm I don't know if any of y'all have had really vivid dreams of, like, someone you love dying, like, Mm -hmm. and to me, this was, like, I literally, like, woke up after this one, like, really, like, disturbed. So, like, this dream I had a couple weeks ago, like, well, I said maybe a couple months ago now, um... So, for some reason, they were, like, my husband and I were in, like, our hometown, like, library. So, it's a small little library that has, like, a little tiny um, parking space and whatnot. And, like, it's, like, on the corner or, I guess, towards the middle of the town that we grew up in. Anyway. um, So, we were trying to get out of the library because there was this guy in the library that was, like, really kind of creeping us out and following us around and we were like what the hell? like what's your problem like we're not fucking this is a free space go away um so we get into the car and then there's these other people that are like staring at us looking at us and like kind of encroaching into our space and we're like we have to get the fuck out of here um so then we hop in the car and like we try to get out of this little library parking lot and like somebody had tried to like one of these people that was like after us was trying to like bar the way of the end of the driveway and so, and like, I just recently got a car, like a new car within the past couple years. And this car was in my dream and I did not give a fuck about my new car. I was like, I'm getting out of here, mm-hmm. which is not like me because I love my baby. But anyway, um, so 
I remember like but safety, <laughs> yeah, but safety, but also need to get the fuck out of there. So I remember like booting my way past this like big white van, being like, "Hey, get the fuck out of my way!" Like we're going, and had like turned down the street to kind of go towards like the main street of our hometown. Pardon me. Um, and like being really stressed, being like, "I need to get like my um, husband out of here. I need to get out of here. Like we need to get to safety." So we're like driving down the way, and then this like the car I had booted out of the way was following us and these other people were kind of running behind this van and I was like trying to like speed and get away and there was this guy that was on a motorcycle that was coming the opposite way like towards us and he had ended up shooting into the front of our car and shot my husband and but it was like with a gun with a gun yeah like just like like with a gun um like that I mean I do that again like (laughs) not funny in my dream but right anyway I'm comedy queen anyway um (laughs) So, anyway, so, like, he had ended up shooting my husband, and in my dream, I can remember, like, it almost, like, slowed down a little bit. Like, I saw the bullets go through the the front windshield, like, hit him, like, the blood splatter on my face. Like, I remember getting shot in the shoulder, but he had been, like, shot, basically, like, in the face, in the chest, and, like, just trying to like fucking breathe and I remember I was like looking at him being like holy fuck and I had ended up like wasn't necessarily paying attention to the road and had hit this person who shot him which also fucking karma and dream karma but anyway um <laughs> and like after I hit the guy on the motorcycle like I woke up but I was like holy fuck like I've never had a dream that intense and that it felt like like it felt so real mm-hmm. that I literally like violently woke my husband up and was like um, you're breathing, right? Like, you're alive? And he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, like, I... And ended up crying and being like, oh my god, like, I'm really glad you're alive. Like, creepy, creepy, creepy fucking dream where you're like, the person, one of the people that you are the most attached to fucking dying right beside you. Like, I was mm. like, what the... F- wh- where, why does my brain go there? Like, I was... Well, it why was, do our brains go there? I don't know. Like, it's... It's the scariest thing, right? And, yeah. like, I don't know what the subconscious meaning and whatnot of that was, but, like, goddamn. Goddamn. It's an intense dream. Yeah, and what, like, what does it ever, like, where, like, where is that stored when we're awake? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, where is, but it's almost like a visceral kind of, like, primal part of your brain that has that, like, not not capability of violence, because I wasn't the one at the hand of, like, being violent. Right. But being witness to that amount of violence was, like, where does that live? Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it in the movies we watch, in like cultural like things that are now okay, like um, playing fucking what's it, Grand Theft Auto, like right, shit right. like that. Like, Do is you that play kind Grand of, Theft Auto? I'm terrible at it. Okay, <laughs> I'm really really bad at it. I tried to play it with my husband, and like he tries to make me drive, and I just hit people. I'm the worst, not intentionally. Yeah, no, you're just. But like, I'm just like, don't make me do this again. Well, I had a really, um, I think we could um, end kind of our little dream segment on, like, mm-hmm. the most wholesome dream. Mm-hmm. Other than, even more wholesome. Round this out after M's fucking, like, sad from ass, hell. like, dream from hell. God damn. So, I had a dream, um, I don't know, it was a while ago, too. I feel like you're just in my dreams, girl. Um, of your stepdad. So, oh, this right. is your stepdad that died, how many years ago now? 2009, so 12 years and in my dream, um, from what I described to you, it didn't look like him, but maybe that's the way I'm perceiving him in my brain. I don't know. 
but it was him. Yeah, and, like, um, that energy. Yeah, it was his energy. And he just was like, hey, like, you're, like, friends with my girl and was just being really sweet and asking me questions. And it was just, like, his way of, like, introducing himself to me. Yeah. And it was really, really nice. And I just remember thinking, oh, you know, I, I get this guy. He's kind of this, like, rough, scruffy guy who's yep. just, like, deep down a really nice dude yeah. and, like, just wants to be, like check on you and see how things are going and it was it was really really nice and I thought that was like lovely and then afterwards I felt so confident that I had met him yeah like Like it really felt like I did had visited you in his in your dream which is so surreal yeah it was crazy and I woke up and was like oh hey that was awesome it was so nice to meet him Yeah. yeah it was just like really really real so anyways, that was a really nice dream, and we were in, like, your mom's backyard where he really liked to be, and... Yeah, and he set on fire a few times. <laughs> yes, with his crazy backyard fires I've heard about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was so nice. That's really cool. It was nice to meet him. It was lovely. And so, yeah, that was our... This is our dream segment. This is our dream segment. So I feel like you've been on a goddamn ride with us for yeah. the past, like, couple dreams that we've we've described, so... From, like, you know, lactating husbands <laughs> to dying husbands to... Di- to yeah, you know, to, like... Lord only knows. To being fucked in front of people of, of <laughs> displaced people. Yeah, I know. Like, and God, so much embarrassment. To see stepfathers and grandmothers yeah. and grandfathers. So dreams it's been are all over the place. They're all over the place. If you are a dream expert or want to share your dream with us, please. Please do. If you have a spicy sex dream that you feel comfortable sharing with us, we want to hear it. If you have a really profound dream about like your, like, your, life. Of, your life or your... Um, reconnecting with your loved ones who have passed on or even like experiencing past lives or whatnot cool dreams mm-hmm. we want to hear about them so uh, DM us at in on Instagram at labpod or you can email us at labpod at gmail.com um, which is our main two ways of kind of getting a hold of us because we're that's our, our socials that's our socials and yes we apologize for not only being summer MIA, but actually being MIA being like, for six weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we was like, booted. We was booted. And we're going to do probably an entire episode on censorship because there's been some fucky things that have been happening in, in the world regarding censorship. But long story short, we had tagged one of uh, a person that we had talked to on the pod. And then internet or, I guess, Instagram was like, <laughs> fuck no, fuck you, and fuck your pod. Like, and just basically... Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. And, like, had taken us down for, like, zero fucking reason. Um, because they were, they basically said we were trying to impersonate someone else. Oh, like, right. That's right. No. But anyway, we'll get, we'll get into the, all of the details of that in another episode. But basically, we were gone for six weeks, and then miraculously out of nowhere, they were like, yeah, we done fucked up. You can't have that post that got you taken down. Like, you cannot, never repost that. But here's your Instagram account back. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was real fucked up. So because of that, we have a backup account on Instagram called La Petite Mort Podcast. Creative, aren't we? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, but that's basically our backup account. So if any shit, because I mean, we're, we talk about some saucy shit and like Instagram doesn't like us talking about that, but fuck it, we're going to continue. Um, so if we get taken down again, we have an alternate Instagram. We'll find you. We will find you, you and find hopefully us. find us. So thank you, everybody. For listening along and listening to our dreams. And until next time, when in doubt, lube it out and write a will. Bye. Bye.